With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fun crazy, not creepy crazy. On the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 890 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is. Kimmy! Hi, I am your host, Patrick Riley. They said his face was meant for radio. They said that he'd look good on radio. And everybody told him where to go. And they tell me where to go all the time. And by the way, you can find out where we are going by going to the events section of the Riley and Kimmy Show webpage at RileyandKimmy.com. We have a list of those. Those places that we are going to, you can find that. Uh, and by the way, we'll be going to a certain comic book store for their anniversary party. We have that listed. More information on our available uh, are available right on our website at 889 Podcast. Check that one out or on our Facebook page where we talk about that. This episode being brought to you by Comic Central in Sanford, Florida, conveniently located right next to I-4. Right, Kimmy? That's right. Very easy to get to right off of I-4. That is Comic Central, the place that is available for all your comic book needs in that Sanford, DeLand, DeBerry, Orange City area. Mm-hmm. And Lake Mary, too. Not forgetting that one, right? Yep. Very it's convenient. Very easy to get to. They'll be helping you out anytime you need. Maybe bags, boards, or you know what? Subscriptions. If you're looking for a place in that area to subscribe to that is easy to get to, check out Comic Central. Located right by the uh, Target Superstore area. Or is mm-hmm. it Super Target and the Big Lots area right. in Sanford? So yes. be sure to say hi to Tyson, the owner, and Sam, the manager from the Riley and Kimmy show. That is Comic Central. Now, before we get into this pop culture escapism, something we do with the Riley and Kimmy show every single episode. By the way, we are often imitated but never duplicated. We do the show every single day, offering you nerd information, geek information, also pop culture escapism unfortunately when we take that uh, that role of offering pop culture information we occasionally have to give out something that is not necessarily a fun thing to give out just before sitting down for episode 890 something happened in the world of of celebrities notable in the sports world and just uh, one of the most known individuals on planet Earth, and Kimmy has more information. That's right. Legendary boxer Muhammad Ali has passed away on Friday at a Phoenix area hospital where he spent the past few days being treated for respiratory complications. He was 74 years old, 
And uh, after a 32-year battle with Parkinson's disease, Muhammad Ali passed away at the age of 74. Um, he suffered for three decades from Parkinson's. And um, a funeral service is going to be planned into his hometown of Louisville. All right, Kimmy, uh, thank you for that uh, update. It just happened right before we sat down and kind of caught us both um, by surprise. And mm -hmm. uh, more information, I know by the time the show is uploaded and available, we'll be out there. And, uh, you know, so many fond memories and positive memories, especially from my childhood, uh, seeing him at his uh, peak. I met him one time when I was very young uh, in the New Orleans area, uh, mm. accidentally with uh, an older uh, half-brother. It was just a, it was an accident. Yes, I knew who he was okay. uh, when I met him. And I will state this much. Um, he had very big hands. I, mm. I do remember that. Although I was very young at the time, I just remember he had very big hands. Hmm. So a lot of... Uh, a lot of people uh, will be remembering him in their own special way. And, um, you know, uh, just to, it's one of those things that catches you by surprise. Yes. Like that. Even though I know, I think they were for several days before kind of hinting that this might uh, be happening. But mm. I don't think really anybody, uh, you know, gra grasped onto that mm -hmm. story on that. I didn't see any of the tabloids starting to publish anything in, in advance either. So, uh, you know, always uh, hate to give that kind of information out. You always do. Well, the Riley and Kimmy Show does offer pop culture escapism all the time, and that's what we're doing right now. Now, Kimmy, one of the things that's out this weekend is a new movie called The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, we're going to be talking about that in just a few moments. I'm going to ask you if you want to see The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2. But before we get to that, there is a concern with this movie. Yes. And I, I think uh, you will agree with me. It's something that uh, we are concerned about as well. According to The Wrap, and according to Turtle Protection Organization, America Tortoise Rescue, thousands of children purchased red-eared sliders, a type of turtle, after watching the previous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles films. Now, the organization fears that sales will spike after this new movie, this one that's out right now, called Out of the Shadows. They have a fear of this happening over this weekend. They say during uh, these impulse buys, people tend to underestimate the responsibility it takes to care for reptiles. Now, the American Tortoise Rescue urges parents to opt for a less lively alternative, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy. Right. They say get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy. It will look like what the kid sees on TV mm -hmm. and, or in the, in the movies and doesn't require the responsibility that is necessary for the tortoise or turtle's upkeep. Mm -hmm. Now, quote, after a brief period, usually a day or two of caring for a turtle, most children become bored and lose interest. That's according to a spokesperson, the co-founder of the Organization for Protection of Turtles. Parents will realize that frequent tank cleaning is not their cup of tea and either neglect the turtle until it dies or toss them in a pond or a river or cart them off to the nearest animal shelter or turtle rescue those are the ones that are actually lucky that uh, get taken to a shelter or a turtle mm -hmm. rescue now there are also health risks associated with owning a turtle as a pet according to the center for disease control small turtles may carry salmonella and they pose an increasing significant risk for children because they are often handled as toys and they are not toys right now they mentioned the sliders the sliders do require a lot of water and things like that they are mm -hmm. aquatic there are other Turtles that do not, tortoises, 
but they require a lot of upkeep too. I mean, a little bit less mm-hmm. than the, the aquatic. I have had the slider before, and I'll tell you, you, you do have to stay on that tank. You have to keep it clean and, you know, to keep the, the, the turtle happy mm-hmm. if you want to in a, in a healthy environment. So really think twice before you do that. Now, little tortoises that you see, be careful because just because they're cute little guys in the pet shop does not mean they will remain cute little guys. They might become cute big guys, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is. Do your homework. An example, a cicada, I believe that's what it's called, right, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. Can get extremely big. I mean, we're talking, what, huge, like barely can get through a doorway. Right. Kind of huge. Uh Uh-huh. I love those and hope to have one someday, maybe. I intend on getting one more tortoise. I was looking at them the other night. We do have a tortoise, and he is low maintenance when it comes to reptiles. Mm -hmm. But he does require certain things and a love of him and to understand that his needs have to be made or met, and it's up to you to take care of him. I I would not recommend a child uh, taking care of any tortoise or any turtle. No. And also no. with reptiles, be sure to check them out. Make sure that's what you really want because as a classic example, uh, monitor lizards or iguanas, they look great when they're really little, but they they get very big, mm-hmm. extremely big. They require food and special foods and maintenances and things that you may not want to do or afford to do. That's right. I mean, the, the iguana can be quite inexpensive to purchase, but when you come with what it needs for habitat down the road – all the food that it needs, the fresh veggies and fruits and things like that, and the maintenance with that, you may not find this enjoyable. It's a big commitment. Yes. And like with the monitor lizard I just mentioned, they're small, they're cute, they look like a little dinosaur from Land of the Lost or Jurassic Park, but they get very big and they eat bigger things as they get bigger. They start out like with crickets live, and then they move up to pinkies, which is mice live and eventually to other sized rodents. You can figure this out as it goes. And you got to determine if you can handle that. Also, the cleaning the tank on a regular basis. Snakes, same thing. Some of them that look really great, that are really get really big, they eat really big things. And mm-hmm. you got to keep that in mind. Can you handle that and give the animal, you know, love and care that it requires? So please think about that. We have that entire story, by the way, available right now in our nerd news section at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, speaking of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, now, the rap has a piece about them. The 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot received terrible reviews. That's the one that was out previously. So why would they make a sequel is the big question. Obviously, it made money worldwide. Hmm. That, that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of critics are wondering the exact same thing. Why on earth did they re or decide to do a movie called Out of the Shadows? Now, some of the critics are saying the following, quote, headache-inducing, strangely joyless exercise is another quote from some of the critics. Now, it has accumulated a score, as we record this, of 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have a feeling by the time this show is available, it will be even lower than that. Most critics seem to state that the sequel is better than its predecessor, though. Hmm. And our very own good friend Humphrey Ching saw it the other night. He he didn't want to do a review, except he said this much. It was better than the previous one. Okay. Now, we have nine of the worst reviews available on our website if you want to check out the reviews on 
this movie, Out of the Shadows, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, before you go to it. Uh, we have like nine of them right there. It okay. might, might change your mind. You might say, hey, I don't care. I want to see it. We also have, by the way, Kimmy, 20 of the worst movies of 2016 so far. Oh. Uh, that's on the list. We have that list available right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I will state the Johnny Depp, uh, Alice, look through the whatever is on that list. Really? And there's quite a few others. They may or may not surprise you. They claim that because these 20 are out now, it looks like it'll be hard to top those 20, so everything's going to get better hmm. by the end of the year. So we have the 20 worst movies of 2016 so far available, and also the nine horrible reviews of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, Kimmy, uh, we had a couple of people make some comments and stuff I want to go to back from a few days ago on one of our episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. We were talking about a certain convention that just happened, a very big convention in, in greater Orlando. And one of the questions I have, which I'm going to re revolves around some of the statements I am going to share here from some of our listeners, is why on earth do you go to a convention? What causes you to go to a convention? Mm -hmm. Now, I, there are actually, in my opinion, three different sizes. There might even be more of that at conventions. We have the giant supersize convention. That's the three, four-day event. Examples, Dragon Con, San Diego Comic-Con, mm -hmm. C2E2 in Chicago, New York Comic-Con, Megacon, Super, uh, the Supercon in uh, Florida, South Florida, mm -hmm. in, in Miami. Those are the big conventions, and there's others too, but I'm just using those as examples. Then we have the smaller cons, the two-dayer, and then we have the one-day. And we're, we're going to actually jump between one and three. That's the way I'm going to deal with this. And because there is a distinct difference between those shows. And even the one-day shows, there are differences too. Now, some of the one-day shows are primarily what? Comic book shows. Just full of comic books. We know a certain uh, dealer. That's all he does with his shows. He sets them up up and down the state of Florida. Has them for two days generally. Sometimes a one-day event. Has 100,000, 80 to 100,000 comic books at his event. And that's all it is. Mm -hmm. There's there's really no toys. He might occasionally have some. But it's not a toy show. Then there's the toy comic book shows, too. That are a fusion of the two. You'll have the dealers who have the collectibles, the toys. Some of those shows lean more toys than comic books. Others lean more comic books than toys. It's just... It's different. You'll have when I say more comic books, different comic book dealers, meaning there's multiple ones there. They might, you know, bring in what's called short boxes and long boxes of, of comic books, quite a bit of comic books. You will see older ones and not that old of issues available, but generally Silver Age and the Bronze and Modern Age is plentiful. We have those. Those those kind of shows kind of it's kind of hard to tell which one dominates more. Usually I I find more it more leaning more collectible than comic book anymore. Uh, with those, but that that's not always the case, mm -hmm. correct? So we have those playing out, and then we have the one which is kind of odd. It's kind of a fusion of the comic books with the collectibles. It leans more of the collectibles, still has some comic books, and yet it's a wannabe of the big shows. It tries to bring in celebrities, but they are not A-list celebrities. They're not even B-list celebrities. I don't even know if there's a D list. These are ones, giving you an example, somebody who may have starred in a movie briefly in 1950 to 1955. Mm -hmm. They might have some small role. Or they were in a TV series in the early 60s briefly. Uh, that, that kind of individual. Not a big name, household name at all by any means now. And even back then, 
not really a huge name. So you have those that are also trying to compete in that world. It's kind of a kind of a mixture, if you will. But all of those I just mentioned, the three one-day events, have one thing in common. They are merchandise-intensive shows. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. These are the place that you generally get in relatively inexpensively. Uh, these shows typically run $5 to 10 at the maximum. You get in, you can spend time leisurely shopping. That is the advantage. You can take your time and, and shop. Usually parking is free, correct? Mm-hmm. You will find these in county fairgrounds. You will find these in hotels, generally. That's the type of setting. They'll be very low-key atmosphere, generally mm-hmm. right i mean so that's that's the kind of thing so we had some people respond one of them renee a listener to the riley and kimmy show she says i think with any huge event like the one that just recently happened in orlando there's going to be grumblings my only viewpoint is from the vendor side and that's a double-edged sword being a vendor in artist alley i want to go where the people are like big cons but i'm also taking the chance of their money being mostly spent on the celebrities and the parking, and the food, etc., before they ever come see me. That's just how it goes. Every show, every kind of con really has its pros and cons. That's Renee Mm -hmm. saying that. And I think she's exactly right. Right. That's the thing I think people forget about the big shows. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not necessarily referring to the attendees. I mean, those that actually go to them on a repeat basis as maybe a vendor. They forget why people go to those shows. Mm-hmm. And it the re, I mean, when those gates open, the first thing individuals do is they race to go where, Kimmy? For to the, big shows. the celebrities. That's right. Yeah. To stand in line, to meet whoever it is. Maybe it's Stan Lee or, uh-huh. or whoever, you know, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Doctor Who? His name escapes me right at the moment. John Barrowman uh-huh. and, the, and the Arrow. Uh, they're running to get their autographs or to stand in a line to get their uh, photograph, you know, to purchase their ticket so they can get their photograph. They're doing those things first. That's the primary thing that they're, that, that is, that's a pop culture show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of forgotten, unfortunately right. with that. And those, that's the very first thing and the primary thing. And then it trickles down, you know, with whatever monies are left, do they go to, you know, the artist area? Do they, I mean, we hear often that their favorite, area one of their favorite areas is artist alley Mm -hmm. and so you know renee has it she understands right there now that's an advantage to a smaller show for the merchandising because that's you know people are going to shop yes a lot of those smaller shows are very flea market oriented they 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 appeal They're, they're sort of like a flea market people are looking for a deal and i think the shows that get in trouble ones that don't realize that is why people show up to them they are looking for a deal Mm -hmm. and you know and i think that's kind of forgotten now somebody else responding about the big show and some of the criticisms on big shows is jay listener to the riley and kimmy show he says quote maybe it's cause i'm not a vendor but i don't get the complaints on megacon sounded like a couple of those you had on were expecting megacon to be like a small convention you don't go to a big convention looking for deals on merchandise I barely look in the vendor section. I go to the original art and meeting comic creators first. Always have. Only look at vendors if I'm waiting on a sketch. Now, a small show, I scour a vendor area for a deal or two and some hard-to-find items that I want. Unquote. <laughs> that's Jay. Okay. And I think I think he's right there. I, I, right. Mean, I think that's the way it is. And, you know, one of the things I, I found, yeah, I'll give a, a criticism 
of MegaCon. I and this is not MegaCon corporate. This is not the people that own it that run it. Their problem. This is you know a vendor problem that I find at cons that it's just a big red flag and gives them some stink. And I don't care what size they are. Is when you approach a vendor who does not who decides that he's not going to put, or she, put price tags on anything. And I'll give you a classic example. Oh, I yeah, I really, really dislike you, that. I, I've seen this game played <clears throat> so many times, and it just turns me off instantly. Mm-hmm. I will never shop from that vendor, recommend that vendor, and I remember who they are. Mm-hmm. And we'll steer people to another vendor. Example, the statue I was looking for, I know the value of this statue. I know what its collectible price tag is. It's been out for a while. It does not have heat to it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say what it is. I went there and at MegaCon, which, by the way, if you don't buy something when you're right at the vendor's booth, at, like at a show like MegaCon size, you may forget where exactly you saw that. And number two, it may be gone, uh, you know, in, in just a matter of time. Anyhow, looking at the set event, ask for the price of what it is. There's no price tag on it. And you get this, you know, trying to remember what the price tag is in in turn you know you're being evaluated and they're they're trying to you're treated like a mark it's like how much will this sap in front of me pay for this Mm -hmm. and you give an inflated price which is way above what i could purchase it with shipping on any online site it is not a rare item it's easily available it's not like a you know, a limited 1956 lunchbox that, mm-hmm. you know, in mint conditions worth thousands and thousands of dollars. This is an item that can be readily found. And I find, you know, I get some sh- prices just shot super high. And it's like, we're not playing let's make a deal here. It's not that barter game crap. And you want to play that game, then fine. And you'll find somebody who will impulse buy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe not. Right. So that that's one of the things that stands out that any size con. Mm-hmm that I just, I don't like. So, you know, I'm just kind of curious what you felt about a couple of those uh, of our listeners that uh, wrote us. Oh, yeah, I think they're spot on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I appreciate to uh, the two of them, to Jay and to Renee for sharing to the Riley and Kimmy show. And one of the things, by the way, uh, one of my uh, friends, I won't out him here, he is a friend, he's a vendor, he's a very good friend. And he, he was complaining about, you know, the lines and stuff for celebrities and how we had talked about, you got to give yourself added time and i mean this for any big con any big show these three four day shows you got to treat it like you're going to the airport mm-hmm. you got to give yourself or you, a theme park you can't show up and go well, i got there at 9 30 and expect to get a, and, and then not get an autograph mm-hmm. and, and be upset you stood in line you're going to stand in line mm-hmm. you got to get there early and yes that's part of the game and my friend goes well would you want to stand in in line for six hours to meet adam west no I would not, but I've met Adam West a half dozen times plus. But for the person who has never met him and loves Batman and knows in the back of their head, this is most likely the very last time because let's face it, he's old Mm -hmm. and this is the 50th anniversary. The two of them together. There's been so many years that Burt Ward and Adam West would not appear together because of differences. You have them both together under the same roof. I can understand, perfectly understand why somebody would spend the money and the time if they've never met them before and it's part of their childhood and they're willing to do that. But I have an issue with those who are flippers. And what a flipper is, is somebody who wants to get that special autograph so they can sell it on eBay immediately. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting, I've gotten quite a few complaints from flippers because they have to stand in line and stuff, but that's part of the price. Right. If they're willing to do. 
-hmm. And I know they're flippers because I I know who's complaining on to me. You know, I'm like, you don't even care meeting X Y Z personality. All you care about is can I can I sell this real fast? Mm -hmm. Or or is that celebrity? And this sounds morbid. Is that celebrity going to die soon? And I I got I got this thing. Is it going to be worth more because I got him to sign that that game plays out with the flipper too. Mm -hmm. And that that's part of the you know flippers exist. They exist not just with autographs but with other things too. So you you know add time. Listen to the to us on this one. Add time to the big cons if you're planning on going to them. Give yourself plenty of time. Plot out where you're going to go, and just be realistic, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. All right, Kimmy. My question for you is: Are you ready on this June fourth to play something called Nerd Geek Pop Trivia? Oh yeah. All right, Kimmy, it's time for us to play Nerd and Geek Pop Trivia on this June 4th. We're going to be asking Kimmy some questions. We promise not to ask any mathematics, geography. Uh, is there anything else we missed? Uh, geography, ge- I think that's about it, right? Geometry? History? history. Oh, well, there's oh, going to be history. Oh, there's going to be history. You know I wouldn't let you get away from history because history is part of uh, pop culture nerd trivia. And here we go. More questions. Kimmy gets right than wrong. She wins her pocket lint. And here we go on this June 4th, moving over to the almanac for... Nerd pop culture trivia. The first question for you, Kimmy, is uh, you've used this item quite a bit. Now, I'm going to call it a cart. Some people call it a buggy, especially down here in Florida. It's one of the first things I heard when I moved here. Uh, get a shopping buggy. I was like, what, 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 what is that, a dune buggy? And we, the shopping cart, Kimmy, was introduced on this date in history. Give me the year that the first shopping cart came to be. Uh, 1940. Very, very close. 1939. Ooh. You got Pog and Lent there. The very first shopping cart was introduced in Oklahoma City, and what it really was, I can't. I'd like to see this contraption. It sounds like something your father would have made. It was actually a folding chair that had been mounted on wheels. Okay. It sounds kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something. And your dad was extremely intelligent and crafty and. You know, I, I just sounds like something he, he might have done. It was on this date, Kimmy, that the U.S. Post Office announced that people preferred a certain Elvis stamp over another Elvis stamp in a nationwide, uh, you know, I don't want to say contest, poll. Give me the year and give me which Elvis was chosen. Well, the young, thin Elvis. The younger Elvis, yes. And what year was this done? Oh... 1985. 1992. It was on this date in history that... Wait a minute. Which one did you prefer? The young thing. Uh, Then one. Okay. All right, Gibby. I was going to say, you know, the the Vegas... No, no, no. (laughs) No, okay. All right. It was on this date in history. Bruce Springsteen released Born in the USA album. What year? Uh, 1982. 1984. It was on this date, Kimmy, that Sheila E.'s album, The Glamorous Life, was released. I want the year that that dominated the radio. 1984. Exactly right. Way to go. I'm, did you own either one of those albums? No. Didn't? Did you own a 45 of either one of those? No. Okay. I thought you liked Sheila E. Mm-hmm. All right. Just surprised you you didn't have Sheila E's material. Mm-mm. The boss. I know you don't care for Bruce Springsteen. No. Right. I do. Kimmy. Kimmy doesn't. Shame on you. All right, Kimmy. Moving over to birthdays. I'm going to ask you on the first one. Rosalind Russell, actress, 
born on this date in history, passed away November 28, 1976, at the age of 69. Do you know who she is at all? No, I don't. All right. That's why I didn't ask you a question. Next one, Kimmy, we have an audio clue for you. This person's having a birthday. They're known for like some movie work, but more television work. I'm going to play a clue for you. This is the theme to a TV show that they're known for. It was their show. All right. Tell me. The name of the TV show and the actor, the lead actor, who's having a birthday today. You'll be humming that one in the car, I'm sure, or whistling uh, that tune in the shower. Good God. <laughs> All right, that is the TV theme to a, to an obvious TV show. Now, Kimmy, can you tell me the name I of the TV show? I have no idea. Do you want another audio clue? No. Oh, yes, you do. All right, Kimmy, okay. I'm going to play the actor who's having a birthday, a little okay. soundbite. Identify who this actor is and that TV show that we were just uh, playing that beautiful theme to that will now be on your MP3 player. Every time you... Plug in your MP3 player or put your earbuds on. You're going to be hearing that one. That's your new ringtone, by the way. Here, here we go, Kimmy. Here's your audio clue. Well, suit yourself, but this ain't 42nd Street. Uh, you mount from the left side. Always mount from the left side. He sure has a way with words, doesn't he? All right. <laughs> Kimmy. I have no idea. Kimmy, you have no idea who that is. No. I'm going to give you the name of the character he's playing there. And the, which is basically the title of the show. That's Sam McCloud from the TV show McCloud. Kimmy, tell me the name of the actor that we are talking about who has a birthday or had a, well, basically in a way, had a birthday today. He's no longer with us. Dennis Weaver. That's correct. Dennis Weaver played Sam McCloud. Did you ever watch that? Mm-hmm. I thought you, you, but you didn't recognize that thing. Shame. Well, I never liked it when oh his when when that one was the uh, oh okay which one did you movie like? of the week or which whatever one, which one did you like um Columbo or Macmillan yeah. and Wife all right but when it was that one I was like uh, oh Kimmy uh, you never saw the vampire one on McLeod I I don't know ooh you missed out some good stuff there all right and well I want him to go there all right Kimmy he passed away what year um, 1990. Passed away in 2006 at the age of 81. He also played on the TV show Gunsmoke as Chester Good. And you might be able to check those out, those black and white episodes. Very, they are different than the color ones, in my opinion. Uh, MeTV is running those, I believe, early in the morning or early afternoon. You know, it's in the morning or afternoon. I can't remember. It's like 11 o'clock, I think. Hmm. 10 or 11 o'clock. No, let's see. I think it's like eh, somewhere around there, 11 or so. Or one, <laughs> maybe it's sometime on MeTV. I'm I'm using Eastern times. Something to check out to check out check out that. But he also played on a TV show that actually, as a child, made me want to go to Florida. Can you tell me the name of that TV show? 
He was the father to Ron Howard's brother. Oh, um, Howard. Gentle Ben. That's right. And based in Florida, Gentle mm-hmm. Ben was one of the reasons. And can you name the movie he did in 1971 where he was a driver being terrorized by a truck? Yeah, it was... It's the first movie ever directed by Steven Spielberg. Right, I was just trying to think of the name of that. Um, gosh, it was one word, right? Yes. And it starts with a D. Yes, think truck. Something that involves a Diesel. Tr- That's right, Diesel. Recommend checking that out. He plays a great panicked individual freaking out. Driving that Plymouth Valiant car. Total freaked out time. Love, mm-hmm. I love that movie. Now, Kimmy, moving over to somebody else. Having a birthday, Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Remember her? She was. Oh, on, yeah. Remember her? On, or did you like Dr. You saw her in college, didn't you? Uh, didn't she uh, do a, uh, uh, not a seminar, but a, a speaking Yeah. I thought I remembered that. She she came and spoke at her college. Did she say some shocking words that you had never heard or things? Did she embarrass you that day? No. Okay. You, oh, all right. I'm just making sure. I thought maybe you were all, all embarrassed going to her college event. Tell me how old Dr. Ruth is today. 99 she's 88 years old actor she was she was really old then <laughs> well some people appear older than what they they are okay <laughs> so really yeah, really she's 88 years old all right give me actor bruce dern having a birthday how old is bruce dern is he older or younger than dr ruth younger he is younger how old is he 79 he's 80 you get your pocket lint there michelle phillips you remember her mm-hmm. actress singer Tell me how old she is. 49. Michelle Phillips. Oh, Michelle Phillips. I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of her daughter. Yeah, okay. And Wilson Phillips. Yeah, you're thinking of that one. Okay. Michelle, she started 76. She started Knott's Landing, remember that? Your answer again? 76. She's 72. She was a singer for what big 60s? Mamas and Papas. That's right. Parker Stevenson. Do you remember him, the uh-huh. actor? Did you watch him? I watched the Hardy Boys. You, knew ex- you did watch the Hardy Boys. You did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And you watched Nancy Drew mm-hmm. and the Hardy Boys. Okay, tell me how old Parker Stevenson is. Um, 58. He is 64. Remember L. DeBarge of DeBarge? Uh-huh. How old is L. DeBarge today? Um, 54. You, you pocket lend time. 55. Angelina Jolie is how old today? 49. 41. And the final celebrity. You met this one at Walker Stalker in Orlando. Star of Gotham, the Penguin. Robin Lord Taylor's having a birthday. How old is Robin Lord Taylor today, Kimmy? 33. 38 years old. Oh. Yes. Way to go, Kimmy. I think you did pretty well there, uh, answering them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get your pocket line. You've done well. Okay. All right. And by the way, Kimmy has been a, a really great trooper. She uh, she caught what's called con crud. It's where yeah. you occasionally get uh, sick at cons and conventions. She has that cold thing going. And she did not bail on this episode of the Riley and Kimmy show. Right. I, I appreciate that, Kimmy. Thank you for being with us. Mm-hmm. Now, tell everyone where they can get uh, archive podcasts and more information and links to social media. 
rileyandkimmy.com. Don't miss the exciting conclusion of this story in the next episode of The Riley and Kimmy Show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.